0: Are you frustrated that you can't seem to set and achieve goals? Me too! I've had a difficult time with goals for years. There was a time that I could set a goal and achieve it, but that all changed when I had children. And as I've gotten older, setting goals has become even more challenging. In this episode, I'm sharing with you why I no longer set goals and the two things that I do instead. I want to start by talking about. The benefits of goals. There are some great reasons that you should set goals. They give you purpose and a vision, and they provide an incentive and motivation. Well, sometimes they provide a motivation, but they definitely give you direction. If they're SMART goals, and we'll talk about what that means in a minute, you know what you're trying to achieve and if and when you achieve it. But there's also some downsides. The biggest downside for me of setting goals is that there can be factors beyond my control that get in my way. Three of the main reasons that I have a hard time accomplishing my goals is that I don't always know how much time I will have to devote to achieving a goal. Usually my kids will need my attention. Something will come up in our life that I need to be directly involved in, like healthcare or... Um, emotional challenges as they're getting older, and you know they go through the teenage years, and all of a sudden they have a major meltdown, and I need to be involved in helping them, or maybe I'm having health issues that prevent me from losing weight or getting the sleep that I need, and there are things that I can do to help in that process, but I also recognize there are factors that I can't control. Another one is that. I can only control my actions, not other people's responses. Whenever I think about setting goals related to my business, such as my client load and my sales, I have to recognize I can do my part, but I can't control who's going to say yes. So when we don't achieve our goals, we definitely need to evaluate why. Our successes and failures provide data. As Thomas Edison said, I haven't failed. I've only found 10,000 ways it didn't work. So the reason we're not achieving our goals might be that we have found a way that it didn't work and we need to adjust our expectations or change our strategy. But it can be very frustrating and demoralizing when you consistently don't achieve your goals. I found that I can set some small goals, but there are two other strategies that are actually more helpful for me in realizing my dreams and accomplishing my objectives. So let's dive into what those two strategies are. The first one is to form new habits. I cannot control the outcome of what I do, but I can control what I do. So instead of setting a goal, for example, to run a race in a set amount of time, I instead might set it, um, form a habit of progressing from walking to running and then running a little farther, maybe a little faster. I'll have those habits built in so that I am continuously improving instead of setting a goal for how much weight I want to lose by a certain amount of time. I will set guidelines for myself of maybe what I eat or how much I eat or even when i eat it as i set those new create those new habits i am building a structure around which i should be able to lose weight if i don't have other factors in play as i establish these habits i can move closer to my desired outcome it's taking advantage of that 1% principle it's like compound interest. You do you invest a little bit now and later you'll see a big return on your that investment. So today I want to make good choices. I want to form new habits related to how I move, how I eat, how I sleep, how I spend my time. Those little habits will build up. As I move a little closer to my goal, as I continue towards that 1% change, I will eventually reach my goal or my objective. This method can seem slower, but I found that it is longer lasting and it's more rewarding. It allows me to learn more about myself also as I explore how to create that habit that sticks. What's important to me? How does my brain work? How can I create a habit that is motivating for me? And as I establish that little habit, I can then add another habit and then another habit. And before you know it, it's snowballing and I have moved forward significantly. The second strategy that I use is that instead of setting a goal, I actually tackle a project A SMART goal you may be familiar with are specific, measurable, achievable, relevant, and time-bound. And projects have some similar characteristics to goals, but there's one big difference. So let's talk about these. A project is still specific and measurable. You need to identify your end objective. Start with your end in mind, as Stephen Covey says. If you don't know where you want to end up, you won't know if you get there. You won't know how to get there. Sometimes a project I f- find is even more specific and measurable than a goal because I am t- built into the concept of a project. I am breaking it down into small pieces, which leads into the achievable. By breaking this project down into specific steps, steps as small as possible. I know that I can accomplish each step or I'll know what I need to do to get help to accomplish it or um, what I need to put in place to be able to accomplish that. Projects are also relevant. You should evaluate if your project aligns with your mission statement and if it helps you live it out. If you've not worked through the mission statement series, if you don't have a mission statement that you're working by, I would encourage you to take some time to do that. It's really helpful to know how specific projects are helping you live that out. And you might find that you don't need to do a project because it's not helping you live out your personal or your family or business mission statement. And it's not something that you need to do. But now here's the big difference. Projects are generally not time bound. Smart goals are if you need to be able to say I have achieved this goal by this date or not. But with projects, I have identifiable steps. As I complete one step, I start on the next one. I sometimes have to put deadlines on specific project steps or even on specific projects, but not usually. But for example, as I'm recording this episode, I want to finish several projects before we leave for vacation. So I am prioritizing the steps that I need to take to complete them. That means that other things have to give and not get done. You can Uh, Refer back to episode 147 of How You Balance Your Dreams and Serve Your Families Well for some more information on that. So, in one respect, getting these projects done before we leave for vacation is actually a goal and it fits within the whole smart time framework. But it's a project that I am making steps towards. I've identified all the things I need to do to get them done, and I can choose to prioritize these steps. Usually I have an idea of when I want to accomplish a project, but I generally hold those deadlines very loosely. If something comes up that's a glass ball and I don't wanna let that drop, I will let other things slide. I will let that project slide. If you don't know what I'm talking about with the glass ball, you can go back to episode 92 and learn about the differences and the similarities in time management and juggling. I have a choice when it's a project to say, right now, my time needs to be invested in my family. My children need me to help with this project or need me to take them to the doctor. And therefore, I can't work on the next step of my project, but I can keep in mind is, does it have a deadline? If it, is it a hard deadline? If not, can I let it slide today? Maybe the answer is yes. I do have to be careful to not allow myself to get swept up into, oh, I need to take care of this instead. You would never accomplish your projects if you did that. But that's a different concept that we'll cover in a future episode, talking about identifying like, is this truly an urgent need or do I need to continue forward with what I have planned? But instead of feeling bad that I missed a deadline because I needed to take care of something that really did need my attention, I can evaluate my progress and any changes that I m- might need to make. I can be evaluating, am I making forward progress? Are my diversions legitimate or do I need to set some better boundaries or hold them more firmly? Or what changes might I need to make to move forward? I recognize there are times that I will just sail through a project and then I'll suddenly hit a stiff wind that slows me down. Asking myself these three questions allows me to evaluate what I need to do, what my next steps are. So do you have a similar problem with setting goals? If so, I invite you to consider how you could turn your goal into a habit or a project. I often find that I get stuck in the weeds and I feel lost when I'm doing this. I will be too focused on all of the details instead of being able to see the big picture and plan that uh, project timeline. I also sometimes have a hard time figuring out what's keeping me stuck. Why am I not making forward progress? And this is where coaching can help. I have worked with coaches on many different projects, whether it was outlining the steps I needed to take or one specific step that I just couldn't figure out what to do about. And they are really helpful to reflect back what you're saying, to ask questions that have helped me to think through a situation. Sometimes I've been able to see my vision, and even a specific step of the process from a totally new perspective that then allowed me to sail forward again. If you're interested in coaching, I would love to partner with you. You can schedule a free discovery call to get started. There's no pressure to enroll in coaching if you hop on a discovery call. We can just talk about what it might look like in your situation and if it would be a good fit. Regardless, I want to encourage you to Think about how you could incorporate habits and projects into your dreams and what you want to accomplish. So until next time, continue pursuing your dreams and impacting the world. Thanks for joining me on the Purposeful Impact Podcast. I pray that today's episode blessed you and that you found encouragement and practical tips. If so, would you share this episode with someone else so that they can be blessed too? I'd also appreciate it if you would take 30 seconds and leave a rating and review in your podcast app. Leaving a review helps other homeschool parents find the podcast and know if it's a good fit for them. Thanks so much for helping to spread the word.